podcast talking about high school and college sports right here in Central Illinois. I'll discuss what I saw in the past week, what's coming up on Channel 1450, and what we're looking forward to. Episode 34, Season 2. I will start by saying a huge thank you to Robert Fagg. We hired him a year and a half ago, and he has grown so much, learned so much, and been a great employee for us, for Newhoff Media Springfield, and for Channel 1450. Robert and his wife are in the process of having their second child, so best of luck to them and to him in his future. His last day was on Tuesday. With that being said, we have not found a replacement for Robert currently, so we are short-staffed. It's the busiest two weeks of the winter sports season, so please realize we will not be able to get to every game and every event. As you know, from my eight years of doing this, I will do the best I can and bust my butt to make sure I cover everything I can. Leanna is still on board, and we have a few other people who can help shoot occasionally, including Robert Hahn. So we will do all we can to get to your games. What the best advice, like I always say, keep winning, you'll get covered. Let's talk about what I saw in the past week and what's coming up on Channel 1450. Then we'll get to this week's guest, who is Dresden Grimm, Auburn senior, who is preparing for state this weekend in the state wrestling tournament. Okay, let's get started. Last Thursday, Lincoln girls complete the perfect regular season at 30-0. On Friday, a big one in the Central State 8. Zach Hawkinson doesn't play in normal, and the U-High Pioneers hand Sacred Heart Griffin their first conference loss in over two seasons. Mason Funk, Ty Blake, and the boys are rolling and have a serious shot to make a deep run into a next week. Saturday was wrestling for me. I made the trip down to Highland for the 2A sectional. Eight Glenwood Titans qualify along with a handful of other wrestlers from the area. But Glenwood sets a new school record. Awesome to see eight guys going to state. One sectional champion, reigning state champion, Drew Davis from Glenwood. At the 1A level, the Carterville sectional, Auburn qualifies six guys, including three sectional champions, Joey Rusick, Cole Eady at heavyweight, and Dresden Grimm, this week's guest, who we'll get to in a couple minutes. Tuesday night. The big game in the Sagamore Conference, the Williamsville Bullets at home beat New Berlin and hand the pretzels their first conference loss of the season to shake things up in the Sagamore. What do we have coming up on Channel 1450? Well, Thursday is about as busy as we can get. SHG girls play at QND against QND for the regional title. Porter girls play for the regional title against Cam Point in Petersburg. Rochester and Springfield High play for the 3A regional title in Rochester. That's the girls games we will be getting on the boys' side. Like I said, with the Sagamo, it's wild. So, Morel Forsyth is at New Berlin, and Williamsville is at Auburn, both playing for the conference title. Finally, Glenwood is at Sacred Heart Griffin. The Cyclones looking to lock up the outright Central State 8 conference title for the second season in a row. On Friday, Mount Pulaski girls are playing for a 1A regional title in Mount Pulaski. Lincoln playing for the 3A regional title in Bloomington on the girls' side, and Glenwood girls playing Mount Zion for the 3A regional title at MacArthur. We will also have state wrestling on Friday from the State Farm Center. And Saturday, same thing. Hopefully a few guys at least wrestle for a wrestling state title on Saturday night. Jumping into next Tuesday, 1A girls sectional basketball at Lexington for Mount Pulaski should they win on Friday. 2A girls sectional basketball at Pleasant Plains. 3A girls sectional basketball at Rochester. That's all Tuesday night. The 1A and 2A team sectionals for wrestling also on Tuesday. Glenwood hosts and Jacksonville will be there as a team as well. Auburn travels to Vandalia for their team sectional. Next Wednesday, the boys' regional semifinals get us started. We will be in Rochester, Auburn, U-High, and possibly Payson for the regional action on Wednesday. And next Thursday is the sectional title games on the girls' side. Let's get to this week's guest. Auburn senior Dresden Grimm joins me for a great conversation about all things wrestling. On the podcast this week, it's it's heavy wrestling because it's individual state wrestling, and then uh, you look ahead to next week with team and 
Um, it's just it's time to talk wrestling because it's it's that time of year. Uh, joined by Dresden Grimm, sexual champion. First of all, let's start there. How does that feel going into state, knowing, I mean, to be one of the best at state, you got to win sectionals first. Oh yeah, uh, it's pretty good to get to that sectional championship. I mean, not even just to win it, but I had to beat a kid that I already lost to. So he beat me seven to two at Litchfield, and I got second. And uh, two weeks later, I avenged that loss one zero. And I mean, that's just a momentum booster. And now he has to wrestle the other kid I lost to in the quarters. So, I mean, that's just a mo- that just like I said is a momentum booster. And winning the sectional championships the only way winning sectional the only way you can get seated. So I got seated second, and that puts me away from the kid I lost to in the, earlier in the year. So now I have more time to get ready, and I'll have a little bit more nutrition in me too. So I'll just be ready to go. As you talk about that sectional, you know, when the brackets come out, you obviously look at the path and the people that you wrestled before. Um, how exciting is that knowing, I mean, like you said, you, you know what to expect from those guys and um, everybody's just going to show up this weekend and, and see who the best is this weekend. Oh, yeah. I mean, it feels good. We wrestle, I mean, we try to wrestle the hardest competition we can. We went, this year was the first year we went to the Dvorak. I wasn't able to wrestle because I broke my leg in football, but... I watched my, my friends compete, my teammates compete, and then I uh, we had the pit too. Those are two hardest tournaments. And probably one eight, the pit's the hardest 1A tournament, and Dvorak's the hardest tournament in Illinois. So that's, at the pit, I got second, and I mean, I can see that competition. I took him to overtime, and he was frustrated. So I know that uh, he's still thinking of me. Like, I can, I know I can, I can compete with those guys, so it helps. I want to talk a lot about wrestling, but I also, you, you brought it up, the, the football injury. Um, Obviously, in Auburn, football is is a huge thing in the fall. Um, how how scared were you when when you get that injury? And you know, obviously, wrestling your number one sport. Uh, to be honest, I was it set me not down a great path. But my dad, I mean, he's he's my guy, he's my rock. So I kind I talked to to him, and he's like, "We're gonna be okay. We're gonna be okay." And I trust him fully. And I once I broke my leg, Jessica said it's probably gonna be six to eight weeks. I probably broke my fibula and it ends up being eight weeks. My doctor tells me I need to stay on the bands, and I start doing calf raises, single leg calf raises the next day, and I was doing stance in motion three days out of a cast. And But I never let that cast hold me back. I was on the bike every single day, the Aerodyne bike, and I was pushing myself because I knew what I want to be. I know I'm, what I want this weekend, and uh, I mean, that's just to win a state championship. Yeah, you, I mean, how, how scary is it knowing when that football injury happens, it's like, in that instant, that could have been it for you, and you've worked so hard for so long for this weekend. Yep, that, like I said, it was just scary. I thought, I was like, my season could be over, this and that. I never blamed football, because I didn't play my junior year, because I wanted to work on wrestling, but this year I wanted to play with my buddies, and I even thought out, if I get hurt, am I gonna be, is it gonna tear me apart? Yeah. Am I gonna blame myself? And I'm like, no, I think, and. I knew from the beginning that no, I want to do this. So whenever I got hurt, it would just sucked because I got hurt and I was I didn't know if I'd be able to wrestle. But like I said, I trusted my dad, I trusted my, our trainers. I mean, I, we got people around us that really they really helped me. So it helped. Um, we saw you a few times throughout the year. Like you said, you had to sit out for quite a bit. Um, but then, what was the medical process like? Are you going to the doctor every week saying, "Hey, I'm ready. I feel ready." What, what was that kind of like getting back for you? Uh, so we go to the doctor. They say I have a broke. I broke my fibula the, after, the day after I broke it in football. So I got in the air cast. Two weeks go by, and I'm on a scooter. You know, I mean, <laughs> I'm on a scooter. I, I did a race around my school. Another kid was on her scooter, and we raced. And then um, 
But then I get into it. I go back and they put me in a cast to fully immobilize me because I'm always on the move. And that, like I said, I was still on the aerodyne doing that. And I was in a cast for the whole month of November. And as soon as I got out of that cast, it was, I was doing bands four times a day. Like I was rigorously training my ankle to get back to where it needed to be in my calf. My calf was like four times as small as my right one. It was so, I got a photo of it and it was like within two weeks, it was half the size. And I just, you know, I'm doing just, like I said, Jessica, our trainer, I can't thank her enough. She, she made sure she gave me stuff to do. And then I did it. And I just, I got that strength back in my ankle and my calf. And I wrestled uh, like the 22nd of December. We didn't really know, we didn't really think I was going to wrestle. My dad and I kind of talked and we were like, we don't know. And he was like, you know what, let's warm up and let's see. Let's see how you feel today. So I warmed up and it was kind of, I still was probably 80%. I wasn't fully back, but the rest of the kid from Springfield. And we just wanted me to, we wanted to see how I would do. And I wrestled well and it just gave me that taste of how it was going to feel. So then a uh, week, week and a half, two weeks go by and then we had Abe's, Abe's Rumble. Mm -hmm. And that's whenever my first time back and it, I felt great. It kind of helped getting that stuff under the way. And I knew that I never doubted that I was going to get hurt again because I knew that I put in the work to make sure that I got strong again. Right. Um, we can definitely give a shout out to Jessica and Springfield Clinic because they're a huge sponsor for us. But um, the, you know, like you said, that, that day on the 22nd when you're in Riverton and, and you're warming up and deciding, um, is there, I mean, because in wrestling you have to be 100% committed. Is there anything in the back of your mind like, hey, if I try to push it here and get hurt again, it could set me back even farther? Uh, I mean, a little bit. But I knew that I was still strong enough because I was practicing. I practiced for like two weeks straight on it. It wasn't like we didn't practice at all and then all of a sudden we said, let's go. Like, no, it was, we were practicing for two weeks. I rolled with my dad and my dad knows me. I mean, we used to, when COVID hit, we still have probably the stuff on your thing showing <laughs> t 10 wrestling videos. Like we were, we were rolling in the garage. You guys were in the garage nonstop. Oh yeah, <laughs> we were in the garage nonstop rolling. And we called it the oh, no holds bar. No holds bar garage because it was no holds bar and we were hitting funky stuff. And I actually tore his shoulder wrestling, but I won't get into that because he might kill me because I, I still hold it over his head. I'm like, man, I'm still stronger than you. But no, um, what was the question? I forgot. No, no, you're good. It was just kind of the mental aspect of oh, yeah. you know, being prepared and saying, okay, physically you know you're ready, um, yeah. but mentally it's got to be like, if, if something happens here, I can't you know, justify yeah. that. So, like I said, my dad knows me, so it wasn't like... I wrestled with him, and he knew that I could compete. I, w I couldn't compete with the best of the best yet. That's why I didn't go to the Dvorak that Saturday, because mm -hmm. we knew I couldn't. But I mean, we knew I'd get hurt again. But competing around here, too, not up in Chicago, competing around here, and it was just we knew that I could compete at that level. So we knew that I wouldn't get hurt, too. And like I said, I trust my, I trust my dad with my whole heart. If he says I can do something and I know I can do it, there's, uh, there's not a double thought. Last year at this time, you know, you're a junior, you're getting ready for state, and, you know, you kind of know, okay, I have I have another year, here's what I want to accomplish. Um, but this year, obviously, the plan didn't go according to plan. Um, but as a wrestler, do you feel like maybe that helped you overcome a little bit more this year? That, like, okay, you know, that was another obstacle that I, that I surpassed. Yeah, it, I mean, it sucks, but like I said last year, you know, you lose and you just got to go for the next best thing. And that's something I couldn't do my sophomore year. My sophomore year, I lost in the semis and I got sixth. It's called a semi-slide. And that's probably the worst, one of the worst things you can do in wrestling. Because that means you are, you went two and three. You, you won your first two. Yeah, you made it to the semis, but you got sixth. And the guy I lost to was first. So obviously I wasn't the sixth best kid there. But 
you know, it's just is a mental side of it, and that that helped me, and it showed me that I am I'm strong enough, not just not just physically with the technique, but mentally too. Like I can do this, and also I was I was worried about who I had in the quarterfinals. I was lost. Oh, I lost to that kid. Yeah, I wasn't like freaking out about it, but it was still in the back of my mind. This year, I lost to a kid. I have him in the sectional semifinals, and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna have to wrestle him anyways. It doesn't really matter when I do. I know I can beat him, and I beat him. So I mean, that just that shows just the obstacles. Like I know I can, I know what I can do now, and it just I kind of had to prove it to myself. As a senior this year, is there that added pressure of? Hey, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday are it in terms of individual. Like, there's no – it doesn't matter what happens. There could be adversity, something. You get hit with the wrong call. Uh, this is it, though. These are the last three days individually. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, a little bit. Not really. I don't really like – I mean, I don't really feel pressure. I don't really get stressed out because at the end of the day, the guy who worked harder, I feel like, who worked harder not just in the practice room but what you're eating, what you're doing outside of the practice room, like, you're me- like mentally, how strong are you? That – I feel like I'm the best in that aspect. There's not really anybody else in the state that has the practice partners I have. I mean, I have I have Joey Ruzik, I have Cam Lee, who can I can roll with, who's graduated from here, was a state placer, and I have my dad who wrestled in college, and he was ranked number one as a senior in college and broke his ankle. So, you know, he's. I mean, I I got guys that can beat me up, and I got guys that I'm right there with, and I got guys that. I can get better than, and that's just I can. I'm better than, but that's how you get better. You can work stuff, and you also get the crap beat out of you, so you know what to do. Right. But really, there's no pressure. Senior year, I know what I need to accomplish, and I'm just going to go do it. Um, I talked about it with a few of the guys today, but the the fact that you guys have six guys at state. I mean, your dad's been building this program now, and you know that's just become the expectation. And that's, I mean, that's at the level where you want to build the program. Like, you know, you talk about Chatham, they're sending eight guys, and that's, that's a record for them. Um, you, guys are, you guys sent seven a few years ago. You're sending six this year. Um, and it's all up and down the lineup. It's not just, okay, here's a 120 and a 126 or 132. Like, it's a heavyweight and, you know, down there. How does that help when all across your wrestling room you got dudes who are going to state? That just has to, you know, bring everybody up. Oh, yeah. I mean, that just shows our practice room. It's not not just two guys are pushing each other. The whole room is pushing each other. We have one oh we have a one oh six pounder going to state. who's a freshman, and he's been wrestling well. He's just gotten better since the beginning of the year, and that's because our practice room pushes him. He slacks off, and I mean, he, just because he's a freshman doesn't mean we don't say anything to him. And just because Edie's a senior doesn't mean we don't say anything to him. You can ask him. Like today, we're on him. He's, we're like, dude, you're slacking off. Let's go. Like it's time to roll, and he knows that, and he then he starts rolling. So you know, it just it shows. Our practice room, what it's like, how, and like I said, like you said, my dad is—he's built this up from the beginning, and not only do we have six dudes making it, we have two girls making it. Yeah, two that did. One is Jasmine Brown, our one thirteen pounder. She got second at sectionals, and she has been wrestling phenomenal for us all year. And the other one is a first timer from New Berlin, Jaden Perry. This is her first year of wrestling, and she made it to state. I mean, that's that's pretty dang good. And we had another—we have a Heaven Workman who lost the blood round over there, which I mean it sucks, but. Another first year for New Brown. It's just that just shows our practice room is like no other. We just we push each other and we want to get better as a team, not just individually. For you to like you mentioned the the three guys that you specifically Joey, your dad, and Cam. Um, when it comes to Joey and just how smart and technical he is, how does that help you? When I mean, guys, 
guys can be tough, guys can be talented, but when you're that technical, it's it's just it's got to take it to another level of you know you have to come mentally as well as physically. Oh yeah, not only is he smart and technical, he is probably the quickest kid I've ever wrestled. I mean, he can fake. I almost jump out of my shoes when he fakes a shot, and it's like I'm just like, dude, you are. He is so quick, and like you said, so technically, so smooth, and he's always in good position to where I have to hit a perfect shot. If I stop, I'm not going to score on him. So that just that just makes me better as a as a wrestler. Not only that, but also okay, Joey, like just pick his brain. Okay, you're here, Joey. What do you, what do you like to do to finish from here? Because he's so technical that. Just he know he knows where he's at and not afraid to ask questions. I mean, he asked me some, but I ask him a lot more. Right. And he can he can take me down, and I'm uh, 20 pounds, 25 pounds bigger than him. I mean, that's that is a lot. Of, I mean, that might not sound like a lot of weight, just 20 pounds, but it's it's a lot of weight when you know how to use it right. I mean, he can take me down, and he's just like you said, he's so technical, and it's just nice to have that guy in the room that you can pick the brain and. Uh, you know if you can take him down, you can take a lot of guys down. To be in the spot that you guys are in where you're taking such a large group to individual state, um, how does it help in just, you know, the, the preparation and the mental side of the whole weekend, of the grind of, you know, being there for so long? And You know, you're, you're, you guys are always used to wrestling tournaments, but obviously state is elevated. To know what to expect completely going into this weekend, how does that give you guys all an advantage? Well... For the younger guys, they have guys that have been there before. I mean, I've been there since – I've been to state ever since my freshman year. And Joey's been there since his freshman year or whatever. Even though we had COVID, he still made it to state. I mean, it's just nice that we have guys that have been there and done that. So we kind of know how the routine's going to go and we can help them. Like, okay, you don't have to worry as much about your weight because we're going to go roll in the U of I room and it's 80, 80 degrees in there, 85 degrees in there. Like, you're going to be perfectly fine. So it's and just the long days. You got buddies that you can spend it with, and you can laugh. You're not worried the whole time about, oh man, I got this. I'm gonna wrestle a good kid. Like I need to have. I'm gonna have to have a good match here. You're just. You can laugh with your buddies and enjoy. You can enjoy the time that you have there, and you can go cheer them on. I mean, there's nothing like a little home crowd cheering <laughs> you on. It, it helps. Um, and you know, just the situations of you know, as you as you know, your name's about to get called, and you're standing there waiting in that tunnel. Um, there's. There's kids from schools that have never been there before that, like, in that moment, you might, you know, start shaking a little bit. Like, that's a that's a big-time thing. And for you guys, it's like, okay, here's what we do now, now, now. And, and you know, it's just we're going to go out there and be able to perform at our best because there's no distractions. Yeah, I, the tunnel, I mean, I've been in it my freshman year. It's kind of – it's it wasn't too bad for me just because I've done all the national tournaments and I've been to all the big – I've been to all the big things and, like, my – Junior high years, I've been to state, but the, the state farm center, I still was a little nervous my freshman year. I wasn't shaking at all, but I, de- you could, I could definitely tell I was a little nervous. And like Draven Ham, he's a freshman, and we even got Joey Barrow, who's a junior, and Skyler Fay, who now those three guys, have, they've never made state before. Mm-hmm. They don't really know what to expect. They know it's, they've been there, they've watched, but they never participated. And like you said, like the tunnel, that's just something else that we can help them with where now the first kid they're going to wrestle might be wide eyed and like, oh, shoot, this is a real deal. And these guys are right. Now these, the, our guys are just ready to go. And they maybe can su- surprise some guys. Now, you're obviously a little bit different in terms of your dad eats, sleeps, and breathes wrestling. Um, but in terms of Auburn as a community and, you know, even Central Illinois as a whole, uh, where do you feel like wrestling's at in terms of, you know, not only the rest of the state but the country in terms of not only quality but just like, you know, 
people getting the attention they deserve for being as talented as they are? Um, I feel like the nation as a whole, it's still it's growing. Uh, the biggest duel in the biggest duel in the United States, uh, Iowa versus Penn State, hit record-breaking numbers again this year as it did last year. So I mean, it's it's growing, and I feel like you've kind of got the respect, but especially around here in Central Illinois, you got people that they, they respect wrestling. And Auburn as a community, I mean, it was we had the, our regionals was packed full. Yeah. I mean, it was <laughs> packed full, and it was loud, and we, and the Auburn crowd was proud. I mean, they were. It was just. It was great to see. That room was about as loud as it is whenever it's a big basketball game, like when we played Plains. That was that was about how loud it was in there. So it's just it's nice to see that. And in Central Illinois, I feel like it's growing still. Two years ago, it was down because of COVID, and a lot of kids didn't come out. Like last year, it was let, we saw less kids out. But this year, I think I feel like we're seeing a lot more more kids coming out. And it's just it's nice to see. But I'd really I'd really like to see wrestling fully explode, not just in Illinois, but Nationwide, Illinois is known to be one of the top five wrestling states in America. So if we could get it growing like it is in Illinois nationwide, that'd be, that'd be pretty darn good. And, you know, we talked about your guys as a program, and, you know, Chatham as a program obviously is, is dominant. Um, Jacksonville wins a regional. Lincoln won a regional. Um, you know, Glenwood has a, a guy who's wrestling at Purdue right now. That's a Big Ten. And then, you know, Joey's committed to Illinois. It's like obviously the talent around here is there, and so when you talk about you know throughout the season and even in the off season competing against that type of talent and you know having that in the area is only going to continue to make kids better. And like you said, getting kids out from New Berlin who you know haven't really thought about it, it's like it's only going to make you guys better when you get more kids in your wrestling room. Oh yeah, I mean it. It completely. If you have the tougher your room is, I mean the tougher the kids in your room are, the tougher your room is. I mean, if and not only that, but like Joey, I mean he's just ready to go with anybody. He don't care. He's not. He's he not. Gonna, yeah, he's not. He's not going to not talk to you because you're bad. He's not like that. And when you have kids like that that can kick that will kick the crap out of you if you want to wrestle with them, that's only going to make you better. So like you said, I mean just Chatham, they had a guy that go to, went to Purdue, and he's. I mean that just you see that and you're like I want to be like that I can this guy did it this guy did it from Auburn this guy did it from Chatham if I put the work in he did then I can get there so that just makes that makes the entire place better I mean you got kids in the, the kids club that want to be like me that they want to be like Ruzik they want to be like they want to be a two time national champ like him they want to place at state like Dresden like they want to be like that so it just makes it makes our kids club better which then in turn makes our junior high better which then in turn makes our high school better so it just keeps making the community better because they want to be like the guys that are good and i'd be remiss i mean bringing up that conversation i didn't mention porta and clearly they're one of the elite programs in terms of you know what jeff has done and what he's built over there and you know having that yeah. co-op with with havana and that too i mean at the 1a level to have you guys and porta right here in central illinois and having that type of talent and that type of you know just competition because at all these tournaments, you're going to see each other all the time, and that's only going to – yeah, they're not in your wrestling room, but you, you're going to wrestle with most of those kids three, four times a year. That is just going to make you better as well. Yeah, and not only not only that, to where those guys are going to make us better, and we're getting we're getting that in Central Central Illinois Wrestling 1A, but first off, Porta Jeff Hill, he just got the uh, state record for dual wins. That's, that's pretty darn good, over 700. And my dad and Jeff have a really good relationship. They put on Abe Rumble together, and they just rest, know him from college. And 
like they know from college and now they're coaching and now they're buddies. I mean, that's just, that's how the wrestling community is. Not only are you building good wrestlers, but you're building good people. And uh, I mean, I, I'm just starting to see, like I'm going into pre-med and I've had a couple people be like, oh, I can get you into this, this, and this. Oh, well, I actually know an athletic trainer who was on this team. I can help you if you want to get into that. It's just, it's crazy to see what the wrestling community would do for each other. So not only, like you said, we're building up a good, we're building up good wrestlers, but we're building up good people here. And that's just, that's something I see in wrestling all the time. If you're good at wrestling, you, you're pretty darn good at life, usually. Obviously, all your guys' focus is on this weekend and individually. Um, but how do, how do you kind of um, still prepare for next week knowing, I mean, after this weekend, it's not done because you guys as a team have a higher goal as well. How does that kind of... How do you work through that this week and, and last week knowing, I mean, you still have something ahead as well? Um, I mean, I'm, I try to look at one day at a time. I still have Thursday to make it through. I'm not looking at Saturday yet. I want to get to Saturday, and I want to be on that, that uh, evening. I want to be in that evening, nighttime match for the state finals. But you can't look forward to that because if you look forward to that, you'll look past the guy that's going to beat you. Uh, you'll, you'll look past the guy that can beat you. Mm-hmm. So if you're, I'm looking at Thursday first. got to win two matches there, and then it's on Friday. That's on a Saturday, and after Saturday, then I'll worry about Tuesday. I'm not, I'm not worrying about cutting weight on Saturday because that's not where my focus needs to be. Maybe I'll ask it this way because that was an unfair question. Maybe I'll ask it this way. How does it help you guys individually when your whole team is still bought in oh, yeah. this week knowing, okay, we still have something to you know, fight for. We're, we're still going to wrestle next week even though we may not have made it to state. Your whole lineup is, is grinding in that room this oh, yeah. week. Not like you just said. Just because they didn't make the state this weekend doesn't mean that they don't want now that makes them even hungrier. I want to I want at least get a medal. Like let's go get a medal. I can't I maybe not be able to get it individually, but I can still get it as a team and I can say I did it. So I feel like we're kind of we weren't really on the same page beginning of the year. Some of the guys most of the guys were in the lineup but not everybody. I feel like I feel like now we're we're all we you can almost taste it now and now everybody's on the same page. Like we want to get to state and we want to go place. So that's that's going to be a whole team effort, like you said. But they're grinding. I mean, you came in and you saw they're all working their butts off. The whole the whole mask covered in sweat. So I mean, it's just nice. The conversation for the last month or so with you guys as a team has been okay. We really think that we have three guys that can finish at the top of the podium. Um, so going into this weekend, is it a is it a failure if you don't have three do that? Um, I mean, that's a lot of pressure to put on you guys. I don't know if it's much pressure. I mean, it, there, there's pressure there, but I think the three guys that know they can do it don't feel it. Like, I don't I don't feel it. I know I can do it, and I know that me and Joey kicked the crap out of each other to do it. Mm-hmm. And Joey's got a – it's not just because he won state last year. It's because he's a two-time national champ. He does not have an easy road to the state title. But I know he doesn't feel the pressure because I know he knows he can do it. And, uh, I mean, you just got to show up and wrestle. And, yeah, I think – if we don't, if we don't have all three guys, yeah, it's a failure. But if we all place, and you know that I left it out all out on the mat, and that guy was just better than me that day, that sucks. You kind of got to man up and say it. But he's better than me that day. I'll tip my cap to him, and you know, maybe I maybe I got second, but he's better than me that day. It sucks, but now it's on the team team sectionals, and I'll worry about this later. Right, and I mean, yeah, you can talk about those three, but you those other three. I've seen oh. it in just my short time covering wrestling. You know, guys didn't think Peyton West had a chance, and here he ends up in the in the title match. I mean, it's happened before. You get the right breaks. 
I mean, anybody can can get to that point yeah. where you're wrestling for a podium. I mean, Colby Wilhite in the regional, he's down 10-0, and we choose top, and we put the kid on his back, and we almost have we almost have the kid stuck who just who won the regional and got second at sectionals. And we, we're down 10-0. I mean, anything can happen in wrestling. That's why it's so much fun because you could be down 14-0, and you can put a kid to his back, and you can end the match right there. So I still think all, th- all three other guys have a chance definitely to place. If they win a title, that'd be awesome. But I definitely think if they wrestle their potential, uh, they could definitely place. I mean, they, they put the work in the practice room to where they can get, they can get their goals at the state tournament. All right, buddy. Thanks for your time. Look forward to seeing you guys this weekend. Thank you. Thanks to Drez for his time and for the great conversation. Good luck this weekend to him and to all our area wrestlers. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next week.